Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Yeah. Liverpool had a big chance um, for Harvey Elliott. Actually, he was nice. probably the best football Liverpool put together in the first half, and Elliott arrives onto it, and he doesn't do one thing nor the other. He doesn't place it nor does he smash it. He just kind of tamely hits it back straight at the keeper, and that was a shame because we'll speak about Elliott in a bit more detail because Elliott was lively. And it looked like an Elliot. We've seen him come on to games, into games rather, and sort of really try and stamp his authority and make an impact because he looks like he's desperate to play. He looked to me like he was trying to do that from the start tonight. I don't know what you made of him. Yeah, he was. Um, he seemed to be dropping a little bit deeper than his compatriots on the other side, being Curtis. Mm. He was showing for the ball a lot more. He was trying to do things. And I think he was fairly successful in the first half, particularly. Um, he was doing a lot to nip play together between defence and attack and to be that conduit that the, that the play was moving through I was, I was really impressed with Elliot today mm. to be fair he, he did get caught in two minds with, with, with his chance mm. for me it was a case of I think he's actively trying to keep the ball down yeah. and in doing that he's just placed it rather than actually putting his laces through it which is fair mm. um, it was a shame it just wasn't further into the corner because it would have been a, it was a lovely piece of play and it was the best piece of football we played so far in the game Um Obviously, it comes through Sobber's life because what doesn't in this Liverpool team anymore? <laughs> um, but yeah, I was I was really impressed with Elliot and surprised that he went off as well. Mm. I, I think I understand why, in a for, partially because of this reputation that he's got for not playing ninety minutes at this this point, being an impact player, and he he really doesn't play ninety minutes all that often. If you look back on it, I don't think no. it's it's a rare occurrence, and that might be something in his physiology that sports scientists have come up with. But whatever whatever the reason is, he went off and he didn't look happy to go off at all. He looked fuming, to yeah. be honest with you. And I'll, stay, I'll come to you on that because, as Farrah mentioned, there, he doesn't play 90 minutes often. And for a long time, you could have put that down to sort of managing his minutes because he was so young, mm. he was so raw. Obviously, he was sent him on loan to Blackburn. He comes back, he has that bad injury. So for a large part of his career at Liverpool, you could understand him not playing 90 minutes because of those facts I've just mentioned. But now... He's a little bit older, he's a bit more mature, he's played a good amount of football for Liverpool. He starts a game, and he's not likely to start at the weekend, I wouldn't have thought, against Luton. Mm-hmm. So, there feels like there's no reason for him not to play 90 tonight. So, what do you put it down to? And, what do you make of the fact he was clearly unhappy with it? Well, it's good that he's unhappy. You want players to be unhappy. Um, I often speak about players accepting their roles at clubs. Now, you look at the midfield in its entirety and the players we've got, he probably isn't someone that is... First choice, you know, there's three or four lads in front of him. Curtis Jones has usurped him and gone in front of him in terms of 
who's more likely to play when you've got the likes of McAllister, you've got Gravenberch, you've got Soberslay, and obviously Soberslay started, but when you're looking to make changes, he refreshed the whole midfield. Mm. So, yes, he's frustrated that he came off, but Curtis came off and Endo came off as well. He basically just took the heart out of the team and replaced it and, mm. and switched it around. It's a difficult one for, for, for Harvey, you know, he didn't, cost a lot of money when he came to the club and he came to the club as a bit of a wonder kid and he's been now with us for a few years and he's he's talented boy but in the grand scheme of things in terms of a meritocracy and, and skill level and what he gives to the side I don't see him in front of Sobers like Gravenberg McAllister I don't see him in front of them and if we dip into the transfer market in January and buy the lad from Brazil mm-hmm. um, that could be another one that pushes him slightly further down the, the pecking order We've seen this time and time again with footballers. He's no better than some of the other footballers that, that have, have wanted to play in the heart of our midfield just haven't been good enough. If he accepts the fact that he's going to get 50 minutes, 40 minutes, 30 minutes from time to time, he's in the best part of an hour today, mm-hmm. uh, and accepts his role in the club, then great. But that's the first signs of him wanting more than he's getting. And and that might go on to be a reoccurring theme because because he's not better than the players that are playing in front of him, and this this new midfield we've got is a is a is a physicality wise they are streets ahead of him, mm-hmm. you know we were, we were laughing and joking saying you know he's got socks pulled all the way up to his shorts you know no small legs can't generate the pace that some of the other lads get get over the ground that quickly, mm-hmm. he's technically very good mm-hmm. um, but but I just I just wonder in terms of the, the medium to longer term and the picture that there is within the football club is how does he put himself in a position to play instead of Sobers like I can't see that happening. Mm. Is he a sort of a come on for Mo Salah? He can play there, but your transition goes out the window in terms of breaking with pace when he's there because it just doesn't happen. So there's a bit of a conundrum with him. Where do we play him? And, and the fact that we're playing with two eights pushed quite high in the base of the midfield. I thought that would actually help him, mm. but it doesn't appear to be. So I think he's got some decisions to make about his role in the club, and the club's got some decisions to make about that too for me. Yeah, it's a difficult one, that. And I, I put his frustration tonight down. I said it straight away in the watch along report. I put that down to he thought he was having a good game. I think he thought he was playing well and he was sort of integral to what Liverpool were doing well. Mm. And I kind of agree with him, to be honest. And also the fact that he knows he's not sort of number one, number two in the pecking order. So every time he is playing and he is playing well, he wants to stay on the pitch because he's desperate to play football for Liverpool. We know that he's a red at heart. He absolutely loves playing for his football club. So every opportunity he gets, he wants to make the most of it. And we've seen that with his little cameo appearance and stuff like that. And I love him for that. I take your point about... He's not of a Sabozlai level or a Gravenberg level or probably McAllister level. I think him and Curtis Jones aren't a million miles apart, to be honest. But it's an interesting one. And he he has had an interesting career so far for Liverpool. I, I honestly think he's really good tonight. And I think what he did well tonight, Jamie, I'll come to you on it. I think what he did well tonight, as well as all the, the impressive attacking stuff, he actually sort of keeps the ball alive for the opening goal in the end. As well as all that, I think he actually defended pretty well. Albeit he is obviously lacking a lot of the physicality Steve mentions there. He's not big, he's not strong, he's not even quick. I I was the first one to call him out for performance last year at Bournemouth away when Philip Billing absolutely manhandled him. 
like bullied him out of the game. Javier didn't get a kick. But I thought tonight, from that point of view, he, what he did well was he got himself in the right positions time and time again. There's a moment where he's two and one, and Elliot didn't gamble on either one. He stayed in sort of his right lane, and he won the ball back for us. So overall, I was really pleased with Elliot tonight. I was, and I got his frustration. But I suppose to sort of round it up, what do you make of him and where he's at in terms of his Liverpool career right now? Because Steve says it there, we might see more of that frustration coming out of him. And do you think that would be fair? I think so. I think, I mean, Paul's mentioned it on the show a few times. Like, sometimes you just need some footballers who are good at playing football and will be part of the squad, like, going forward. They don't need to be world beaters. They don't need to be world class, but they need to come in and do a job when you ask them to. And I think he was playing for the playing for his place in the team today because as you said he was getting back he was he was tracking back he was trying to track the runners helping defensively and like on the attacking side of things he was like doing defence splitting passes like getting in finding players in between the lines and I think there could just be an element of clock managing his minutes a little bit because it wasn't too long ago where uh, Kurtz had his suspension and everyone expected Gravenberch to to play and start and I think the next game Elliot started in midfield game, so um Klopp does trust him. I think that shows that, especially in a game like Brighton. Um, and I think the fact that he's come out with the team and Gravenberg is kind of, in, is, is, he's imposing his presence on the team a little bit more. He's uh, producing some good kind of, um, good performances and stuff. I think Elliot's just kind of trying to, to up his level and up his game. And I think that can only be good for, for, for the squad. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's interesting. I forgot about his pass into Salah because I think Salah, well, Salah makes a mess of the finish. I think he might have been offside, to be honest. Anyway, but the pass from Elliot is exceptional. He mentioned sort of line-breaking passes. Yeah. It was one of them. It really was very good. So, interesting night for him. Yeah, the first time, the first glimpse we've seen of him visibly frustrated by getting replaced, I think it's fair to say, or his situation or whatever it may be. And he wants to keep an eye on perhaps, but like I said, I think he's a pretty key part of the squad and having so many good options there is a really good 